Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. And on today's show, we are going to continue the 2022 Locked On Titans free agent preview by taking a look at the wide receiver market. Who are some of the top tier options that make sense for the Titans? And who are some of the bargain options that make sense for the Titans? I'll answer those questions and more on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Excited to continue the 2022 Locked On Titans free agent preview by taking a look at the wide receiver position. We kicked things off yesterday with the quarterback spot and the running back spot, but today we get an entire day focused on what could be considered the Tennessee Titans' number one need this offseason. That is wide receiver. I'm going to take a look at some of the top names on the market while it's not as realistic that the Titans will hit at that price range. There are still some names that do make some sense for the Titans. We'll go over the mid-tier options and, of course, some bargain bin fits as well. Before we get into that, I do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You're going to find the Locked On Titans podcast on all platforms and always free. And that includes the Locked On Titans YouTube channel where you can catch the show on video. Subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. You can also get additional analysis from me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans and on Facebook at Locked On Titans Pod. But with all that being said, let's dive into the free agent wide receiver market. And to do that, we have to understand what the Titans currently have on the roster. And the cupboard's pretty bare when you look at wide receiver. You have AJ Brown, who's probably going to get an extension this offseason and deserves one. You have Julio Jones, who that doesn't make a lot of people happy, but Julio Jones, for better or for worse, is on the roster right now, maybe after June the 1st when his cap hold drops nearly $10 million, maybe the Titans could cut bait there, but that's not something that I expect to happen. I think you'll get a second season of Julio Jones. But outside of that, all you really have is practice squad players who the Titans have signed to futures contracts like former UT wide receiver Josh Malone, Cody Hollister, Racy McMath, Des Fitzpatrick, Mason Kinsey. I do expect the Titans to have Nick Westbrook-Aquino, who was their second leading receiver uh, last year back in the fold. He's a free agent right now, but he is an exclusive rights free agent which essentially just gives him the ability to come back to Tennessee. He doesn't have a lot of options. So realistically speaking, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, and Nick Westbrook-Aquino are the only valid wide receivers that the Titans have on the roster right now. While we all fully expect the Titans to assess the position in the draft, early in the draft as well, I think a lot of people won't be happy if the Titans don't take a wide receiver with their first round pick. Either way, the Titans still need to make some additions in free agency. It's just about what area price range wise they're going to look to do that. Now, some of the top names on the market 
I don't think are realistic for the Titans considering the money. Like Devontae Adams, obviously the bell of the ball. He's going to stay with the Packers. There's no way that they let him go. They may franchise tag him again to make sure that he doesn't go anywhere. Right now, SpotTrack has his market valuation at about $25.8 million in annual value. I don't think the Titans are going to have a chance to get into that conversation, and they probably shouldn't. So after that, you have a guy like Chris Godwin coming off um, a championship with the Buccaneers and then finished the year with injuries last season, but he's still a great player, very versatile, very willing player to block and do all the physical things, go over the middle and catch the ball. But at $18.1 million in valuation, I don't see the Titans getting into that market. Similarly, with Mike Williams from the Los Angeles Chargers, I think he ends up back with the Chargers. And outside of that, the last name that really fits in that top tier is Allen Robinson. Now, Got to tell you guys, like I said, I do not expect the Titans to go after any of these top-tier guys on the market. That is not my expectation. But if they did go after any of these four names, Adams, Godwin, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson, for me, I think Allen Robinson would be the best fit. His valuation is the lowest, uh, the estimate Valuation is the lowest of these four guys at $16.3 million. And that's right around the number that the Titans gave to Bud Dupree last year, but they found a way to make his cap hit for last year only around $5 million. So obviously he's in a price range where the Titans have experience with creating a good cap hit to fit that player in despite what the high salary may look like. I mean, you look at Allen Robinson here. 495 career catches, 6,409 yards, 40 touchdowns, and he's done that while spending the majority of his career either in Jacksonville or Chicago. And neither of those places has had a, a true quarterback who is as good as Ryan Tannehill is. And I know that the consensus right now is way down on Tannehill, but Tannehill is better than Blake Bortles, and Tannehill is better than Andy Dalton or Justin Fields in his rookie season. So Allen Robinson is yet to play with a really solid NFL-level quarterback. And I think, uh, although he's had a down year the last two years playing with Chicago statistically, I still think he could make an incredible impact. And He's made $64 million in his career, so maybe he's willing to take $15 million to come to the Titans. You cut Julio Jones after next season, and then you got Allen Robinson as the vet and A.J. Brown as the young superstar going forward. Now, like I said, I don't think that's incredibly likely, but if the Titans had a fit with any of those top names, I think that Allen Robinson would be the move. But to get into a more realistic group of wide receivers and one where I have a couple of guys who I think make some sense for the Titans, we're going to talk about the mid-tier range that you know, 11 to $6 million wide receiver that I think the Titans really need to focus on in free agency this year. Before we get into that group, though, do want to tell you guys about betonline.net. Football season might be over, but basketball season is in full swing in both pro and college hoops for all the latest odds, totals, and player performance props. Make sure you check out betonline.net, the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all the latest sports scores and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC. They even have Olympic coverage and information. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, we are going to continue this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. It is another installment in the 2022 
Locked On Titans free agency preview. Again, we covered quarterbacks and running backs, our first installment on yesterday's show. Go back and check that out if you haven't. But we are going to continue this forward. Free agency kicks off in about two weeks. So we got a lot of positions to go through, a lot of names to go through. Very excited to kind of pinpoint guys who make sense for the Titans. And wide receiver is a position where I realistically could see the Titans spending a, a little bit of a little bit of cash there to try to upgrade. I think everybody knows that the Titans need to upgrade at wide receiver three. They need to upgrade at tight end. They need to add some depth on the offensive line, maybe even make some upgrades there. The defense is stocked with some young talent and some superstar level players at all three levels, especially if Harold Landry is brought back, which is my expectation. So I feel like outside of re-signing Harold Landry and getting an extension done with Simmons, getting an extension done with A.J. Brown, the Titans can use any free agency money that they carve out, which I think will be around $30 million. They can use that to upgrade those spots on offense. The offense needs the attention that the defense got last year, and I expect that to happen, and wide receiver is a big spot. Yes, I want the Titans to draft a wide receiver very early, probably first round, but From what we've seen from John Robinson, he doesn't like to go into the draft with significant holes on the roster. You like to have a veteran in that spot no matter what to kind of open up your options in the draft. So what veterans make sense for the Titans? We just talked about the top-tier guys on the market, four names, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson. I think Robinson would be the best fit, but my expectation is not that the Titans would go into that price range, where I do think they should go. Last year, they went the Josh Reynolds route and went with the $1.75 million wide receiver, the bargain bin, as I like to call it. I think they need to take a step up this year and go in that mid-tier range. So who are some names that are there? Odell Beckham Jr. coming off the ACL. I think that's incredibly risky. Track had his evaluation estimate at about $13.1 million. Nobody is paying Odell Beckham $13.1 million for next year coming off an ACL tear. It's just not happening. So I don't think that's right, but I don't think Beckham's a fit for the Titans anyways. I think that's uh, pretty obvious. Uh, Michael Gallup for the Cowboys. $11.8 million is an, uh, an estimate of his contract average per year. Remember, the Titans are always going to pay like Bud Dupree's first two years with the Titans. His AAV His uh, annual average value is $16.5 million, but his cap hit last year was only about 4 to $5 million. So there are salary cap gymnastics that can happen to fit these guys in, even if in your head you're saying, oh, that valuation, that estimate is too high. So a guy like Michael Gallup could be worked in for 4 to $5 million in cap hit, even though his average salary is about $12 million. But The Titans don't really have a need for an outside receiver like Michael Gallup, who's a vertical stretcher, down the boundary. That's not really what they are looking to upgrade. Again, I continue to say they need to upgrade the Chester Rogers role, a guy who's explosive with the ball in his hands. Yes, you need somebody who can stretch vertically, but you want a little bit more speed from that slot position. You have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown and even Nick Westbrook-Akina who can play the boundary wide receiver. You need more of a threat inside in the slot. Again, the Chester Rogers role from last year. So, Odell Beckham, Michael Gallup at the top of this tier, I don't really think they're fit. Same thing, Antonio Brown, no way I would ever want him on my football team. Not a chance. He's not a Tennessee type. So, from there, who are some names at maybe the bottom of this tier that do make sense? One name that I think makes a ton of sense for the Titans is Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster made $8 million last year on a one-year deal with the Steelers. 
and had so, uh, shoulder surgery and barely played throughout the year. Now, Juju Smith-Schuster, six foot one, 215 pounds, so he can play physically inside in the slot. He's a willing blocker. No, he's not as good of a blocker as Nick Westbrook-Akina, but again, you need more of a balance. You can't have blocking be the number one trait of your slot receiver. We've learned year after year after year that the Titans place way too much of a premium on blocking for wide receivers. And then they're stuck with wide receivers who can't catch the ball, can't get open. And if they do that, they can't make any plays like Chester Rogers. Boom. You're right there. There we are. That role has to be upgraded. So Juju Smith-Schuster, who has 323 catches, 3,855 yards, 26 touchdown catches in his career. Throughout his, yes, he only played five games last year, but throughout his career, 14 games, 16 games, 12 games, 16 games. He is generally a durable, physical player. And he made $8 million last year and only played five games with a shoulder surgery. He's not going to get more than that this year. That's not how this works. You don't get a one-year, $8 million prove-it contract, and then you don't prove it and you get more. So the Titans may be able to get him for $6 million, $7 million. I mean, even $8 million if it's the exact same amount as last year. The Titans could get a cap hit of a $3.5, $4 million with the way that they structure the contract. I think Juju makes a ton of sense for the Titans in the slot. He fits the physical mold, and he can make plays. This is a former Pro Bowler. Now, Juju is an incredible player and a top-tier wide receiver, but I think he would just be a perfect fit for what the Titans are looking for. And after Julio Jones is cut from the team after this season, you got Juju and AJ, and they can play together. I just think he fits the profile of the team from a mindset standpoint, but also from a skill set standpoint. So I'm not saying you go get Juju and you don't draft a wide receiver in the first round. You still do that. But Juju makes a ton of sense. Another guy who could make some sense is Christian Kirk. I think coming out of Arizona, he had a pretty good year last year. He is a slot player, but his evaluations and estimates are around $12 million. Uh, he's also only 5'11", so he doesn't really check that physicality box that the Titans are looking for. So while he has a skill set that would make sense, I don't think it's a perfect fit. And since it's going to be a more expensive guy than Juju, I don't see that as a fit. Similar thing, DJ Chark. Not a guy known for his physicality whatsoever. That was something that Urban Meyer and now Urban Meyer had enough flaws for us to have a whole conversation about. But I just don't think Chark fits the mold of what the Titans are looking for uh, from a, a play personality standpoint out on the field in terms of physical nature. And he's looking to be around Christian Kirk money, $12 million. Don't see a fit there. A guy who could make some sense on the cheaper side of things in this tier is Will Fuller. A guy who's had success with Tim Kelly as a coach, um, dealt with a lot of injuries, recently made $10 million last year, but only played two games. Again, that's going to come way down. Will Fuller might be had for 5 to $6 million in that price range. That could make sense. While he's not as physical as a Juju Smith-Schuster, he does bring incredible speed. Now, he's not really a guy you can rely on injury-wise, and maybe the Titans don't need to go that route, but he is somebody who I would be interested in. So you look at Juju Smith-Schuster, you look at Will Fuller in this tier, I think they make a little bit more sense for the Titans, and you put them in there for a cost-effective one-year contract. You draft a rookie. You got, think if the Titans came out of this all season with Julio Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, A.J. Brown, and Chris Olave. 
to go along with Nick Westbrook Aquina. And that was their top five wide receivers over Julio, AJ, Nick Westbrook Aquina, Marcus Johnson, and Chester Rogers. What a tremendous upgrade in talent those five guys would be for the Titans. And I think it could make a lot of sense and it's realistic and could work with within what I think the Titans could have salary cap wise, which is about 30 to $34 million. So outside of that, if the Titans do go cheap and go for a Josh Reynolds option, or maybe a little bit more expensive than that, but a little bit cheaper than the options we just discussed, I think there are some, some good fits there as well. So we will get into that before we do. I do want to remind you guys about uh, the locked on NFL YouTube channel. So, I am actually the host of the Thursday episode of the Locked On NFL podcast. It's all the national news that you need surrounding the NFL in under 30 minutes, hosted by all the different Locked On local experts. Um, It's great information to get. You get your local news with me for the Titans. Go check out your national news with the Locked On NFL podcast. Again, I am the Thursday host, so I would appreciate that support as well. But it's free and available on all platforms, as all Locked On shows are. Make sure you check out the Locked On NFL podcast. Also, do want to tell you guys about rockauto.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. We know now. It's 2022, guys. Cut out the middleman and do your shopping online. Apply that philosophy to your auto parts. RockAuto.com has everything you need. They have uh, brake parts, motor oil, tail lamps, even new carpet if you need it. And whatever you buy, you're not going to pay this insane upcharge that you would most likely pay at a car dealership or a chain auto parts store. Chain auto parts stores have different price tiers based on whether you're a professional mechanic or a do-it-yourselfer. So there's the chance that you go to that chain store and you're paying 30 50 100% more than the guy next to you because he's a professional mechanic. You're never going to have that issue at rockauto.com, so go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that I sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Titans fans, let's cap off this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We're going to go into the bargain bin options at wide receiver in free agency for the Tennessee Titans. We went over the top tier guys. We went over the mid tier guys. I pointed out some specific fits and certain players that I think do fit the mold of what the Titans are looking for. And we're going to continue that with this final segment. Talk about some of the guys who should be on the cheaper end of things, even if all of them aren't entirely cheap. I still think that they're going to be cheaper than the options that we have discussed so far. Before we get into that, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. It's hosted by Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They give you two different sides of the spectrum here. You're getting prospect information, but you're also getting NFL front office perspective. So you combine those two together. It's a great way to get ready for the NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on whatever platform you do stream. But diving in here to this bargain bin options, vets that make sense is what I wrote in my notes here. So uh, a guy that makes sense for the Titans, they're looking for a slot option, looking for somebody to upgrade that Chester Rogers role. Jamison Crowder from the New York Jets had 51 catches, 447 yards, and two touchdowns last year in New York. Now, SpotTrack has his estimated value at $12.3 million. Just to give you an inside uh, behind-the-curtain look here, in my notes, in parentheses, I put 
L-O-L in caps. Jamison Crowder is not getting $12 million on the market. Give me a break. He's going to get about 6 to $7 million. And the Titans could come in at that price range. I think Crowder would be an excellent fit for the Titans. Another guy in that mold who will be cheaper is like a Cedric Wilson from the Dallas Cowboys. He had 45 catches, 602 yards, and six touchdowns last year. Uh, but I think that for that money, you could get a better player that's more reliable. Although I'm not down on Cedric Wilson at all, but I would prefer Jamison Crowder, and I think they'll be in similar price ranges. A guy who's a similar player to that, but will be a lot cheaper, is Byron Pringle. Remember that tough catch that Pringle had this year over the middle of the field that he brought down? I, I posted a highlight of that during my uh, Tic Tac Tuesday film thread because I was just incredibly impressed with his physicality. 42 catches, 568 yards, five touchdowns for Brian, uh, Byron Pringle last year for the Chiefs. While I don't think that that production can be expected outside of Kansas City's offensive structure, I still think Byron Pringle gives you explosive speed, incredible quickness. He can help you in the return game on kickoffs, which I think is very important. He His estimation is right around $3.2 million, so that could be a fit for the Titans. Now, unfortunately, I don't think he checks the physicality box at all. So it would purely be a Chester Rogers role-type guy who kind of tipped the hand to the defense. I don't know if the Titans want to go that far in that direction, but if they do, Pringle could make some sense. Now, a guy who I think makes a ton of sense for the Titans is Russell Gage who had 66 catches, 770 yards, and four touchdowns for the Atlanta Falcons last year. One, he's used to the system. The Titans still run a similar offensive system to what Arthur Smith installed in his two years as offensive coordinator, which is what Matt LaFleur installed as his in his only year as an offensive coordinator for the Titans. But alas, I digress. Russell Gage comes from a system that requires him to dig in and block. He also has shown he can be incredibly productive with opportunities. Now, his estimation contract-wise is around 8 to $9 million. So that's kind of pushing it to where I think the Titans would pay for his level of talent. I think the Titans would pay that amount for Juju. I don't know if they would pay that for a Russell Gage. So if he can get down to... Five to six to six and a half million dollars. That could make sense for the Titans, but he's a young guy, showed a, a lot of potential for the Falcons last year, and may price him out of the Titans range for his talent. Another guy from the New York Jets, Braxton Berrios. Uh, his estimation is around 5.9 million. I'd consider him more in the Byron Pringle range of about 3 million with 46 catches, 431 yards, and two touchdowns last year for the Jets. But he is an ideal slot option. He's kind of a, a dollar general Adam Humphreys. Uh, not now. He's better than Adam Humphreys. But when the Titans signed Adam Humphreys, he would kind of be a, a little bit cheaper version of what they were going for there. So maybe it works. What about Khalif Raymond? What about a reunion there? He's only looking to make about $3 million this year. He had 48 catches, 576 yards, and four touchdowns for the Lions last year. He's a better player in Detroit than he ever was in Tennessee, so maybe he's improved and we can have a little bit of a reunion there, although it's not what I'm expecting. A guy like Keelan Cole, who's dealt with a lot of injuries, had 28 catches, 449 yards, and a touchdown last year. Now we're getting really to the bottom bin. If the Titans want a slot option for really cheap, they can look for a guy like James Washington from the Pittsburgh Steelers, had 24 catches, 285 yards, and two touchdowns. When you're looking at those ranges, 
I think Jamison Crowder is a great fit. If the Titans could get him for about six to eight million dollars, I think Russell Gage, if the Titans could get him for five to seven million, would be a great fit as a little bit of a cheaper option. And then James Washington, if you're going really cheap, I think could really fit for the Titans in the slot as well. And just to throw in here for you guys, what about Danny Amendola? I mean, he scorched the Titans in the final week of the season, had the majority of his production in that game as he only had 24 catches, 248 yards, and three touchdowns. He is 36 years old, so it's kind of tongue-in-cheek that I'm saying that. But either way, I mean, he did that damage with Tim Kelly, who found a way to get him matchups. Um, maybe that's a veteran who could come in for the Titans at the back end of the roster and compete for his last season in the NFL, and he would be getting veteran minimum at that point. So that could just be a, a stopgap for the Titans to have that veteran in place before they go into the draft so there's a little more comfortability there. But either way, just to recap, the specific guys that I think make the most sense, top tier, Allen Robinson. Mid-tier, Juju Smith-Schuster and Will Fuller. A little bit lower tier, Jamison Crowder, Russell Gage, and James Washington. I think one of those guys would make a lot of sense. And I got to tell you, I called the Josh Reynolds signing last year. That was a guy I was really high on and I thought made a lot of sense for the Titans. So, who knows? I might be right on with my five guys that I pointed out to you. But that's going to do it for me today. Tomorrow, barring some crazy Tennessee Titans news, like really I'm anticipating the salary cuts. Uh, that are going to come eventually for the Titans. Now, like I said yesterday, those cuts for the Titans came uh, in the second week of March last year, so I'm not expecting them right now. But if that happens or any big news breaks, we'll obviously pivot as we need to. But expect a tight end breakdown for free agency on tomorrow's show. Also, do want to mention the review embargo lifted on the Batman. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be maybe the best movie of the entire year. One of the best Batman movies of all time. Probably number two behind the Dark Knight. I can't wait to go see it. You guys should go see it as well. As I said on Twitter, I don't care if you just come to me for Tennessee Titans content. I am a bat stan. I am as passionate about Batman as I am my Tennessee Titans. So, like I said on Twitter, get ready for me to pump up this movie. I'll be wearing my Batman shirt tomorrow. I'll be wearing it probably throughout the rest of the week just to continue to pump it. Go see the Batman. But that's going to do it for today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans.